Lean forward slightly. Look straight at the speaker. And listen with a sparkle in your eye. As though you might be thinking, gee, this is the most wonderful thing I've ever heard in all my life. Straight out of the burbs of L.A., this is So I Married a Movie Geek. What's up, movie geeks? My name is Justin Winters, and welcome to So I Married a Movie Geek. Today is a great day. It is Fantasy Movie Draft Week, and that means Chrissy's taking the week off, uh, especially after she spanked the hell out of me in our lightning round uh, Chris movie, movie actors named Chris draft last week. So she obliterated me in the polls. So I'm all alone this week, but I've got some great uh, competitors that I would love to introduce to everyone. So... This week, we're going back to the 90s again, and we are drafting 1992 movies. Only movies released in 1992. And let me introduce you. we got a couple newbies playing tonight. First of which is Carl from How Have You Not Seen, a member of the Pod Fix Network. Carl, how are you doing this evening? Oh, I'm doing just great. Uh, I've been listening to the uh, movie drafts for a while now, so I'm really excited to finally get in on one. So, uh, no, no pressure, Carl. I know it's your first time. We're going to ease you in very quick. Uh, we ask everyone, what, what are you drinking tonight? I am drinking the beautifully pure, uh, chemically sound water. Nice. Nice. Because unfortunately, I have to work at 8 a.m. tomorrow, and I'm East Coast, so it's late. Boo. But earlier, I was drinking earlier a local brewery, uh, Land Grant Brewery. Um, here from Columbus, Ohio, oh. just before we started, but now it's late. So welcome, Carl. Like I said, Thank from ha- from how have you not seen a-, a podcast that I feel is a like a a brother from another mother in comparison <laughs> to ours? Uh, love you guys, uh, you and Carson. You-, you do a great show. So thanks for being here, Carl. I appreciate it. Yeah, now, thanks for having me. I must turn on you and obliterate you in a bit, but first. I also have to introduce the other newbie, Gerald, from Two Peas on a Podcast. What's going on, brother? Justin, what's up, brother? Thanks for having me, man. I'm doing great. Uh, much like Carl, I'm up way too fucking late, but I'm here, and I'm ready to roll, ready to kick some ass. So, Gerald is a fantasy movie draft super fan, and yes. uh, has been kind of ribbing me to be on the on, on the draft for a while now. So, mm-hmm. you're a newbie tonight. You, you said you've been studying. I hope you're going to bring it. Um, I'm excited to have you, man. Welcome to the show. Definitely. Thank you, man. Much like Carl, I'm also drinking water, but I call it Bud Light. So I am drinking uh, Bud <laughs> I do have a few Bud Lights here with me this evening to help me through this. So There you go. There you go. We're all about imbibing here on the draft. Uh, and uh, last but certainly not least, we have a, a returnee tonight. My buddy from Podstalgic, Peter, is uh, bringing up the rear in the fourth spot on the board What's up, Peter? How you doing, dude? Hello, hello. Um, that that was me. That was not uh, on here last time trying to shame people to vote for him. Um, I'm Peter. I like dogs, cats, uh, world peace, and babies. So please vote for me. <laughs> so uh, how many? How many of you? Is this your second or third, Peter? It, it's my second. So this is Peter's second. Uh, he he made a, a huge impression on me in his first draft because being the one that has to edit them once everyone sends me their track. Peter is really good at the very like low sounding digs against other players. So he's very sarcastic. Uh, so I would usually like bump up your jokes. You're really funny, Peter. So I want you to bring it. I'm, I'm ready to destroy you. Uh, because again, guys, we're going to be talking (laughs) about 1992 movies. So wait, Peter, what are you drinking tonight? Are you drinking yet? We're on the, the hey, West hey, Coast. Hey, yes. I I learned from my mistake last time. I think I had a monster drink. Uh now this, you know, I don't know if you guys ever talk about themes or anything. This doesn't really tie into what we're doing. Uh, but it's called Ace. It's a pineapple craft cider from Sonoma Sonoma County in California. And I'm hoping to use this as a ace up my sleeve to mm. possibly uh, you know, get more points or win or something. There it is. <laughs> Somehow what, I gotta how are be you able got, to use it to my advantage. Yeah, how are you currying favor with that with that drink tonight? How what's the APV on that thing? 
I, I don't know what that means, but it's a five per five percent. Oh, is that what you're talking about? Yes. Is that ABV? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I drink on my show all the time. Um, it's five percent. Cool. Yeah. All right. Well. Um, so again, our, our theme this week is 1992 movies, movies released in 1992. Uh, but we, we've already done 1990, 1991. We're going through the decade. So guys, let's, uh, let's take a trip back to 1992. How old were all you guys, uh, in the year 1992, by the way? Oh, shit. Uh, I didn't bring a, I didn't bring a calculator. <laughs> I, I, I graduated high school in 94. So, uh, I must have been, uh, like, 16 maybe 15 nice nice okay yeah. all right let's see um 92 i was nine years old there you go in 1992 i didn't exist yet nice <laughs> i am 23 years plot old twist. plot the twist baby. here we go wow. so i had to bring that out it's a good thing we're so i, I want to take you guys back to 1992 so in the year 1992 th- these are some le- celebs that were born in 92 just to give everyone some context we got daisy ridley and john boyega from the force awakens ezra miller miley cyrus selena gomez demi lovato taylor lautner uh josh hutcherson from hunger games fame and Dylan and Cole Sprouse, which I assume are the Zach and Cody kids, I, I think. So, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Zach Sweet and Cody. life. Uh, yep. On the Billboard charts, we were listening to the number one song at the end of the year was Into the Road by Boys to Men. Uh, awesome. Which is mm-hmm. a, a classic. Uh, Baby Got Back and Jump from Criss Cross uh, rounded out the top three. Uh, other than that, in 1992, what happened in 1992? So Barney and Friends was first televised on the PBS network. Which is uh, interesting. Uh, the Cartoon Network was first established uh, by TBS, and uh, Bill Clinton defeated George H. W. Bush in the 1992 presidential election. So that's what was going on in 1992. But other than that, there was a lot of movies apparently released in 1992. And so uh, with that, I guess it's a great time to start the 1992 fantasy movie draft. No! Just lying around shit. What is wrong with you? What's wrong with all of you? You guys stink. Sometimes you gotta say, what the fuck? Make your move. But it ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you can get hit and keep moving forward. How much you can take and keep moving forward. I want you to play dirty if you have to, but don't get caught. Go for the ribs. Don't let that bastard breathe. Concentrate, focus hard. Remember balance. Make cool fight. Keep your heads up. Play proud. Game over. So Carl, his name was picked out of the hat. He picked the draft order for tonight. He picked himself to go first. So I did. Carl, what is your reasoning behind that? Are you? Uh, do you have a solid number one in your mind? Is that why you picked yourself to go first? I do, yeah, because normally when I do like fantasy snake drafts, like if I'm doing fantasy football, I actually like to pick last because um, I like getting the the double pick in the first round um, as opposed to at the end of the second. But I knew that my number one movie would by far be gone by the time it got around to me. Um, okay. All right. Yeah, so I, that's why I put myself first. Good reasoning. So Carl picks himself to go first. I'm going second. Gerald's going third. And Peter's going fourth. So let's go ahead and get it going, guys, with round one. So Carl's got the first pick. He wanted this for himself. He must have a movie he wants. What is that movie with the first pick of the draft, Carl? That movie is one of my personal favorite films of all time. It is the directorial debut of the man, Quentin Tarantino. It is Reservoir Dogs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice. Uh, I've yeah. heard of it, mm-hmm. and I did not think that would still be around for for pick four. So I'm taking it now. I put myself in first to get it. Yeah, no shot. It was my number one too. So good call. Yeah, yeah. Nice. Same here. It was either going to be one or two for me. Uh, so Carl, again, you're the you're, you're the youngin here tonight. Uh, yes. What is uh, Reservoir Dogs to you? What What does it mean as a film to you? Um, well, the first time I ever saw Reservoir Dogs, uh, I was on vacation with my family and I was probably, uh, I was probably about 13 at the time and we went to the beach and it was raining and pouring and we were staying in like one of those cheap rental houses that had a bunch of DVDs and I had never heard of Reservoir Dogs before, but I'd heard of Quentin Tarantino 
I was like, well, I'm going to just like throw this movie on and see what happens. And I loved it. It's uh, to this day, it's one of my favorite movies. It's one of my it's my personal favorite Tarantino film um, of which I have seen and own every single one. It is my favorite. Um, And yeah, I think it's uh, one of if not his best, I think was his first. I know a lot of people prefer Pulp Fiction, but I think Reservoir Dogs is its more streamlined. It's a tighter film, and it uh, kind of keeps you guessing a little bit more, in my opinion. So that's why cool. I chose it. I think it's a solid first pick. Solid first pick. And I mean, I don't know about your guys' list, but there, there's, some, there's some good ones. There's some... Oh, uh, yeah. There's some good ones yeah. in 1992. I think I was, I was sure. obviously part of the 90 and, and 91, but this is definitely the best year so far in the 90s so good pick off the board carl took reservoir dogs which means i'm up next um and guys i i'm gonna go with my heart with this one i'm probably with my heart most of the night because i've learned that i'm i usually get second or third place no matter what i do so with my first pick in the draft i'm going with my favorite movie as a 12 year old when this came out in 1992 it is wayne's world Swing, swing. Oh, oh nice. nice. First rounder, huh? Nice. Mm-hmm. So uh, as a kid, I was obsessed with Saturday Night Live. Loved, loved, loved Saturday Night Live. Probably my favorite TV show at the time. And this movie was just like a homer, man. It was, it was, I was obsessed with this movie as a 12-year-old. So there was no way that I was not going to let this go by. Take it with the first pick. Go with my heart. Uh... Everyone's seen Wayne's World, obviously. Yeah. Oh yeah, obviously. Oh, yep. Yeah. Show Wing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> also, I I grew up in North Carolina, and for a good portion uh, of I guess my middle school to high school years, our our big theme park there in North Carolina, Carowinds, it's now Paramount Carowinds, had like a Wayne's World area with a, a roller coaster called the Hurler. Do you remember that, Gerald? It- yeah, they still do. I was at uh, Peter and I were actually discussing that on the show that we recently recorded that it hasn't aired yet, but um, it's still there. The hurler's still there. Really? I I, I looked on the Wikipedia and it said that it, they just phased it out and they're turning it into something well, else. Well, I I guess I should say it was there the last time I went, so that's fair. That was probably about two years ago though. So so sad, so sad. So um, yeah, yeah. Wayne's World off the board with my first pick, which means Gerald super fan. You you've done all the study and you've done all the research. I know, man. I the know. heat is on. I didn't expect. I know, brother. I didn't expect Wayne's World to go that early, man. You, you're surprising me early here. I like it though because you're sticking with your heart. That means a lot to me. I think I'm going to do that now. You you inspired me. Shake it up, um, man. Shake it up. Go ahead. <laughs> go go ahead. But uh, we're on the eve of the NFL season kicking off. This couldn't be better for me. I'm I'm going to go with my heart as well. But it arguably is in my top ten of all time. It's my favorite. Uh, with the exception of The Dark Knight, is my favorite Batman film. I'm going to go with Tim Burton's Batman Returns. Ooh, it's nice. It's going to be my number one. Nice. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, a lot of people hate on Tim Burton. I love his whole catalog pretty much, with the exception of maybe a couple duds thrown in there. But for the most part, I love his kind of dark, just kind of out there approach to everything. And obviously, the one with Jack Nicholson in 89 was amazing. And Batman Returns, in my opinion, was better because of the... You know, Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman. I mean, what are you going to do, you know? <laughs> I, mean, mm-hmm. I, I still dream about that, and she's probably 70 at this point, but I don't care. Um, so, yeah, I just love Batman Returns, and uh, it wasn't, you know, I ranked, I ranked like 20 movies here, and it wasn't in my top two or three, but like you with Wayne's World, I kind of had to go with my heart there. So, Batman Returns for me. What does everyone think about that pick? Ooh, that's a good pick. It's a good one. That was my. That was going to be my number two overall in my rank was Batman Returns. So I wish you would not have gone with your heart. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was definitely going to be a round two for me. Uh, probably not my first choice for round two, but definitely up there. Uh, I love cool. Batman Returns because it's the weirdest Batman, and I fucking love weird Batman. Uh, so um, it's got Pee Wee Herman in it. Pee Wee Herman in it. All, yeah. all, all the stuff that Danny DeVito. I'm like obsessed with what. What is he doing throughout that movie? It's pretty amazing. So, uh, I'm yeah. da- I'm down with a pick, Gerald. Good job. Which means, Peter, you're uh, at the end of round one. You've got your first pick coming up. Uh, what 1992 movie are you going to choose? 
All right. Uh, I wanted to first start off saying that uh, you know the the podcast that I do do is a you know a retro movie review, and it being 1992, I actually have done a lot of these movies on my show, or will be doing because this year is actually the 25th anniversary for all these movies that we'll be discussing. Um, nice plug. So good, said, good plug, yep, Peter. Yep. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, so the movie that I'm going to go with uh, my first round is probably one of my first um, adult, grown-up, you know, non-family-friendly type movie. Uh, it's also, um, you know, directed by a director who I think we all love, or at least a lot of his movies, and that is A Few Good Men. Ooh, yeah, I- great pick. So yeah, I was, have served, you know, might, might be a little biased, you know, uh, enjoying military movies. Um, obviously very quotable. Uh, I think Jack Nicholson's You Can't Handle the Truth has got to be one of the top most quotable lines from movies of all time. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Um, young Tom Cruise, young Demi Moore, Kevin Pollock's in here. Just a a lot of people, but also I think this was probably my first Aaron Sorkin movie as well. You know, goes on to write, uh, you know, very great dialogue for a lot of good movies. Not a not a very positive portrayal of the military, though, Peter. No, not at all. And I and I like that. Yeah, I like that. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. I thought you know what. I thought you were talking about a whole different movie. So that shows how there, are, I guess, some movies in this list that have some similarities in it, but. A few good men mm-hmm. off the board, guys, which means it's the end of round one and the start of round two. So, Peter, you get to go again because we're snaking around in the serpentine manner of drafting. What is your second pick? All right. Uh, this one was a little tough because um, I have two movies that I wanted to take with my second pick. But kind of what you're saying about sticking around here, I'm going to stick around in the courtroom and I'm going to go with something a little bit lighter. My cousin Vinny. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Hi. So also, Round two. another movie. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, I, I was a little scared that it might be gone by round three, so I decided to take it now because I think the movie still holds up. Uh, I hear that this is a movie that they show in law school or classes or what have you. Um, and also, uh, a very quotable line, Utes, excuse me, <laughs> what are two Utes? You know, that, that whole dialogue, I just, I love that line. I love Joe Pesci in this uh, movie. I don't care what people say about Marissa Tomei and her winning for Best Supporting Role. I thought she was great. And also, I mean, she's Aunt May. Yeah, yeah. I, Peter, this is too high. You went too high with this one, man. What does everybody think? Too high. No, too I high think for that's me. good. I think you're right. I don't think it would would have survived another round. Mm, yeah. It's a good. It's a good one. It, uh, truth be told, it wasn't in my top ten. It was probably like twelve or thirteen for me. So I definitely would not have taken it. But I can see why Peter did. I mean, it's a great flick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't in my top ten either. But I, I think strategically, if you want this movie, I think it's it's wise to pick it early because I don't think it lives on the board for very long. Yeah. Okay. Then uh, I would like to change my pick. <laughs> no. Uh, so no, can't do that. In okay. light in light of this information, I would like right. to. And uh, right. Not, I like not to show exhibit. <laughs> yeah. Peter went with two legal movies in a row. So uh, are yeah. there any? You, you can go with a full house. You could keep going with the legal. I see another legal movie on the list. So Peter, my, my cousin Vinny, off the board. Which Gerald? That means you're up next with your round two pick. What are you going with, man? All right, brother, listen, so I got to tell you, I'm kind of changing my um, thinking as we got started. I had this whole thing kind of figured out, and I was looking at Rotten Tomatoes, I was looking at everything else, critic scores, and I'm like, you know, I'm going to do the the quote-unquote best movies, most well-received, but forget all that. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going with my heart, my five favorite movies that I can get that you guys don't take from me. A Few Good Men was a great pick. I would be taking it right now if it were still available, however... Since it's not, I'm going to pick the last film that I went to see in the theater with my father before he passed away. He passed away two years after this movie came out. It was the last time he took me to the movies. It was really the only Western that I've really enjoyed, to be honest with you. Even all the ones I'll see on TV, on AMC and everything else. Uh, It won Best Picture this year, 1992. Clint Eastwood directed. You got Morgan Freeman. You got Gene Hackman. And it is Unforgiven. Solid pick. Oh, that's going to be Very my good. number. Yep, that's my second pick. Everyone seen Un- Unforgiven? Classic. 
Yep. I have actually mm-hmm. not good. seen it yet, but at the cinema where I work, we're going to be showing it later this year, and I have already planned on going to going to see it there. So how have yep. you how have you not seen see? There's your plug. Hey, there it is. I see what you did. Yep, that's exactly you did. how the show I'm came gonna, about. I'm take a swig for that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I've told you this, Carl, uh, but that was uh, one of the names we were thinking about for our podcast when we started way back in 2009. So, oh, really? Uh, how have you not seen? There's another uh, podcast on YouTube called Late to the Party. Those were both names that were like, eh, but uh, yeah. Um, you guys got a great show. So, uh, well, thank you. Unforgiven, thank you for not Gerald. Our name. That, <laughs> uh, one of your, you obviously have a, a a personal connection to the movie. Right, right. I mean, that's basically what it comes down to. But I just remember, I mean, I, like I could, I gave two shits about westerns prior to seeing this movie when I saw it in ninety two. I didn't, I didn't care about any western that I'd ever seen on TV, or I just never had any interest in it. And this is the first one that I was like, I mean, because it's it's a Western, yes, as far as genre, but it's just such a good movie about, you know, friendship and revenge. I mean, there's a whole vengeance plot built into it and getting older. You know, we were joking about that before we started recording. And, you know, Clint Eastwood plays that kind of character that's kind of run down in life. And, you know, you think he's kind of given up in life, but then he has something to live for kind of at the end. And there's, you know, it's just, I mean, a lot of characters in there that, Morgan Freeman's amazing in it. I want to say he got nominated for supporting for that role. Uh, Gene Hackman as the villain was just great. And uh, Clint Eastwood really, I mean, this is, in my opinion, this is his best film as a filmmaker. So, hmm. Nice. Yeah, it's nice. a very good movie. I mean, one of my favorite Clint Eastwood, Eastwood westerns is uh, Back to the Future 3. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, uh, well done. Well done. Both Peter and I share. I'm here for the rest of the show. Sh- both Peter and I share our, our favorite movies. Our, our favorite movie is the same movie, Back to the Future. So, uh, yeah, Joe, great pick with Unforgiven with uh, your round two pick, which means I'm up next. I pick Wayne's World, my first pick. I told you guys I'm I'm, go- I'm going with my heart this tonight. So uh, I might pick another movie that might be might seem a little high, uh, but like I said, twelve year old me would would be uh, very uh, on on board with this pick. And so with my Second pick in round two, I'm taking the Mighty Ducks, guys. Nice. Mm. Oh, nice. That's on my list. It. Shit. That's, yeah, number three for me, too. So, uh, the the Mighty Duck man himself, Emilio Estevez, starring in this movie, uh, with a bunch of ragtag kids, kids playing ice hockey. Uh, huge movie in my childhood. Uh, I grew up in North Carolina. Would have loved to have played ice hockey. Just wasn't around me, but I, I freaking loved uh, the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> You guys, everyone else seen the Mighty Ducks? I assume. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, I love it. Um, I interviewed Aaron Schwartz uh, on my show. Who That's was right. One of the uh, original Mighty Ducks. Yeah, number eleven, Dave Carp. That's right. And I, I, I. Uh, who, who have I met? Uh, my favorite was uh, Eldon Henson's character in that movie. Uh, what was his? Which name? one was he? He was he was the guy that that was like huge that looked like he was twenty. Uh, Oh, um, he also played. Uh, he's like Foggy. He's on Daredevil, Daredevil. Though, right? Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, he was my favorite in the movie. Of course, Joshua Jackson, uh, Pacey is in that movie. So, uh, mm-hmm. like I said, Emilio Estevez in his uh, prime, <laughs> I would probably say. Uh, so that means Carl, you got your pick coming up. You're you're the end of round two. You picked Reservoir Dogs with the first pick of the draft way back when. What are you going to go with with your second pick? All right. My next pick is going to be um, – so uh, a fact about me that uh, if you listen to my show, you will know. Um, if you don't, you probably won't. I actually majored in theater in college. Uh, Car- that's how Carson and I met. We we worked um, in a scene shop together in college. And so my film that I'm going to pick is an adaptation – of a classic play from the late 80s, early 90s. Um, and that is Glengarry Glen Ross, the David oh, Mamet. The David Mamet. That's not what I thought you were going with. Okay. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I picked that. Um, I saw this movie for the first time just a few years ago. And, I mean, it's iconic. It is uh, – it's, it's a great movie. You can't beat uh, – 
Alec Baldwin's little speech, which fun fact is not in the original play. They just wrote that in because they needed um, they needed a cameo for someone for a bigger star, and so they got Alec Baldwin and just threw that scene in there. And it's gone on the always be closing scene has gone on to be one of the most iconic lines in movies about business. I've been in this business fifteen years. What's your name? Fuck you. That's my name. <laughs> you know why, Mister? Because you drove a Hyundai to get here tonight. I drove an eighty thousand dollar BMW. That's my name. So, yeah. Glengarry Glenn Ross. Loved love Jack Lemmon, Al Pacino in that movie. Yes. Like one of the one of the best cast overall. Oh like, yeah. It's like a master class watching all, all those actors together. So, and it's uh, and they just put them all in the same room and it, it, they don't really leave a whole lot and it's just all these long takes of just watching them do their work. It's it's incredible. It's a, an astounding movie. All right, all right, mm. good pick. Good. wasn't wasn't not, on my radar, Justin. I, I got to yeah. be honest. Yeah, it's it's lower on my list, but Carl, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see how it goes with you. But that means, guys, we're already in round two, which means round three is up, and uh, Carl gets to pick again right after taking Glenn Gary Glenn Ross with the second pick. What are you going with round three, Carl? All right, round three. So, like I said, I was not yet born in 1992, so um, I missed the beginning of the Disney Renaissance. However, the good thing about that is when I was old enough to start watching movies, a lot of them were already there for me. So this is a movie that I grew up with, that I love, that they're about to remake, and it is the original 1992 Aladdin from Disney. Oh, you asshole. That was next on my list. Oh, I'm sorry, (laughs) but I'm not. Yeah. So... So Aladdin, um, what do you love about Aladdin, Carl? I mean, like I said, it's it's just one of those movies that I, being a child, quite literally of the '90s, um, it was a, a a very big formative experience in terms of the movies that I watched. It wasn't my favorite Disney movie growing up, but it's like the big Disney movie from this year 92 and i mean it's it was my first introduction to robin williams it was my first introduction to gilbert Gottfried, obviously as iago um and it's just it's just a, a a really 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 good movie that you know has seemingly always been there for me so yeah aladdin Hey, I, I, Justin, I love it. it. It would have been next for me. So great pick. Um, and you got all the 10 year old votes. So, yep. <laughs> hey, hey, I, I might even vote for you just because of that. Um, yeah. Aladdin, Aladdin and Mighty Ducks were both right there for me at number three. Um, the Aladdin is actually my favorite Disney movie. Uh, I kind of cheat. I say that in Lion King is my 1A, 1B. Right. Uh, but for me, Aladdin was the closest guy that I looked like. And so that's one of the reasons that I enjoyed Aladdin so much. Um, so you that's, uh, have, that's you, a great one. You have a mirror, right? You, <laughs> you have a mirror in your yeah. house, right? <laughs> right, right, right. But, you know, on screen. That's why I liked Rufio. That's why I liked Ernie Reyes Jr. from uh, The Last Dragon. But... Um, I mean, Aladdin was just ethnic, right? He had dark colored hair, dark eyes, and was kind of the lead, whereas a lot of the previous Disney movies were, um, you know, women-led. That's true. Is anyone excited about this uh, live-action remake thing going on? You know, I am just because I do welcome remakes. Whether they're good or not, that's on the movie, but I will definitely give it a try. (sighs) Are you Will talking Smith. Aladdin specifically or Disney's like yeah, big Aladdin. project that they're kind of redoing all of them? No, the the Aladdin, the one with Will Smith playing the genie and uh, whatchamacallit directing, what's his name from uh, Guy, Guy Ritchie? Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie. I, just, I, I just can't. I don't know. I, yeah, I excited. Was, excited is not the word I would use. I'm just kind of nervous about it. Honestly. I'm curious. I mean, the guy who's playing Jafar looks pretty, pretty legit. He looks someone to be feared. Yeah, and I mean, Will Smith has been not doing so hot the last few years, but I mean, he got a start on on a on a ninety sitcom, so you know, you know, he can do comedy. I, um, and I I feel like the best case scenario that they do with the genie is not try to emulate Robin Williams. So that doesn't turn me off just yet. I'm not worried yeah, I, by that I'm, fact. I think I'm, more- I'm hoping that maybe he's just going to be voice acting. That's what I hope. You know, I hope Genie's going to be CGI because he's a genie. He doesn't have to be, you know, an actual person. 
I guess I'm more turned off by Guy Ritchie than Will Smith at this point. Like, I just it I, is a weird. I don't. Really, yeah, I I haven't seen a lot of movies from him that I really liked. At yeah, I didn't really like the Sherlock Holmes, for the no. Downey like Jr. His, ones. His, he just, I just miss his like old, like low budget, dirty, you know, British movies, pretty much. So, oh well. Uh, good pick, Carl. Taking Aladdin off the board, which means I'm up with my round three pick. Uh, I took Mighty Ducks in round two. I'm going to do a total 180 with my round three pick and pick a movie from one of my favorite directors. I picked a lot of his movies over many drafts, uh, and this is one of his best. It is. Basic Instinct from Paul Verhoeven. <laughs> so, nice. uh, yeah, um, this is uh, half for me, half for my boy Paul from the Countdown. Uh, but uh, this is one of those movies that we talked about in our top ten sexy sexiest scenes on their show. And uh, as a twelve year old, I'm not gonna lie, fellas, kind of kind of sneaked a peek at this movie and uh, was, was pr- pretty impressed. So. Uh, <laughs> It's, it's you know and and also at the time like I said I was twelve year old I had uh, I don't know if you had Cinemax did anyone else have Skinemax where you didn't actually have the channel Carl has no idea what I'm talking about oh right no now, I know I'm not sure I I had this one channel where everybody was different colored and you couldn't really quite make things out exactly so uh, yeah I had that Skinemax and they always had like the Shannon Tweed movies and all that stuff oh so, yeah Shannon yeah. Tweed uh, mm-hmm. yeah Basic Instinct we all know that name Basic, Basic Instinct was like one of those movies but the the writing was like pulpier and uh you know it had michael douglas and uh, of course sharon stone infamously uh so yep couldn't couldn't let it go guys it's a big movie in 1992 uh, uh um so that's why i took my third pick so all right done yeah gerald it's your turn round three what are you going gonna go with man you've got batman returns and unforgiven right. already what's next all right, fellas. All right, fellas. So I did the superhero genre. I did the drama western genre. I'm gonna go comedy. Um, Justin, you've been you've been picking comedies, but otherwise not a lot of them thus far. But I'm gonna pick um, a League of Their Own Ooh. with Tom Hanks. There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. That was my next pick. Gerald, you mentioned it on your show that we were going to be enemies on this episode. I know, I know. Uh, I just want. I mean, why are you guys enemies? What's going on? What's going on, guys? Can we talk about this? Well, we did three or four. No, just yeah. Yeah, I had Peter on, and we did a countdown of the uh, best movies based on TV shows. So we were kind of flirting with some of the movies that might show up today. So we were saying we might be enemies, but so why a league of their own, man? Well, I just love, I mean, Tom Hanks, I mean, in that movie, he's just tremendous. You know, he's kind of, um, was kind of right in that area where he was coming off all those 80s rom-coms, and then we started to see him in a little more drama right after this with Philadelphia. Obviously, he won the Oscar for that. Forrest Gump followed that. Um, speaking of Paul, I know he hates it. Uh, but, you know, League of Their Own, I mean, really, Tom Hanks' performance alone is enough for me. Uh, it's just He's just amazing in it. But, you know, you got Madonna in there, probably her last, like, role that was really that people really remember honestly i don't even know if she's been in a movie since then peter could probably tell you but um gina davis was amazing rosie o'donnell who never pops up in movies was even great in this love it uh, just a few <laughs> you know just john Lovitz. oh yeah just so good i mean just a feel-good story um i love period pieces too so you know it's set in the era of world war ii and I mean, it was just great. I mean, it's a feel-good movie, and every time it's on TV, I have to stop and watch it. And Tom Hanks' performance is one of the funniest and you know most most loved by me personally. So I had to go with it. I couldn't let it sit there in case anybody else would scoop it up. My mom loves like that. It. My mom loves that movie. Going for the mom vote shamelessly, Gerald. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Carl, Carl, have you seen A League of Their Own? Actually, I've not. How have I not seen A League of Their Own? Ah. How have you not seen? Yeah. We're giving you so much content, Carl. I hope you're writing all these I know. down. No, I literally, when I when I did the draft, um, when I did my list, I've separated them into movies I have seen and haven't seen because I want to win on my own merits and not just what I've read on the internet. And I've, uh, I've still got a few left, as long as you guys don't snatch <laughs> them up. As long as you guys don't snatch well, them up. Well, it's funny. Our uh, 80s rom-com draft, our, our youngest player, Hannah... Uh, won that draft 
as well. So if it doesn't matter your age, man, you can yeah. uh, you can still win this out. So oh, I and I think I might. I think if I get my next two picks, I think I might win this one. So we'll Ooh. see. I know that's some slow big your, slow your roll, Carl. <laughs> slow your roll. <laughs> Peter, you've got the last pick in round three. What are you going with, man? Another legal movie. You've got Few Good Men and My Cousin Vinny. What's going on? Yeah, yeah. This one's going to be uh, tough. Uh, it's not a legal movie, though. It does include uh, legality, I guess, crimes, if you want to even call it that. Um, what What was one thing that you guys kind of remember me from from that uh, first draft with the superheroes with, with my picks? Justin, do you recall? That they were really bad. Uh, okay, they were sequels, actually. <laughs> and uh, my number three pick is actually the uh, first sequel mentioned on this uh, draft, and I'm going with Home Alone 2. Oh, I think uh, kind of fitting, you know, uh, this one features uh, Tim Curry, which at the time of this recording, we got it uh, just being re-released, who uh, Tim Curry was the original original Pennywise. Uh, But Home Alone 2, it's, um, you know, I love one and two uh, equally, but this one, they just turn it up a notch, right, to to level 11. You got a bigger cast, you got this hotel crew on top of the family. It's the same formula, you know, and they just redo it, set it in New York this time. Instead of an old neighbor, um, that's a man. Now he's got this park lady with birds. <laughs> you know, basically the same story. Basically the same story, you know. Um, but yeah, it's it was uh, widely successful. I think it uh, was number two just behind Aladdin as far as uh, making its money. Um, written by John Hughes, directed by Chris Columbus, who's done a lot of our movies from uh, our childhood. So, and uh, Donald two. Trump yes, was in there. The president of the United States. Yeah, uh, has yeah a he was also in Little Rascals. Is that, mm-hmm. is that why you picked it? Peter? Did you see? That, that was yeah, actually... It, that's it, exactly it. It was in the news recently. Someone said, who was it that said this? It was Matt Damon. So it was in the news recently that Matt Damon said that um, he was in a movie with Donald Trump, but he said that the uh, Donald Trump was in Home Alone 2 because that was the only way that they were going to let uh, the movie film at the Trump Hotel is if he had a, a cameo appearance. So that's what it is. So they're like, so basically anytime you see Donald Trump in a movie, they like use one of his uh, buildings or whatever, and he had to have... I cameo in the movie, so I was like, "What? Ugh, what, a, wow. what a douche!" Uh, <laughs> yeah, sounds about right. Though. You know, about right, I though. think this is the, the one of the very few instances where we need to call George Lucas up and say, "Hey, you know how you like to, you know, change things to classics? You know, let's edit that scene out or let's replace him with Jar Jar Binks or something. <laughs> Anything else? It had a colon too. It was yeah. Home Alone two? Was it back? What, Lost in New York? Lost what in was New it? York. Lost in New York. Yeah. Lost in New York. Hmm. I don't now know. we're all now we're all just lost in America. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, we are. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, it's the start of round four. Peter, you get another pick right off the board. What are you going with your fourth pick? Okay, uh, this one's really tough. I have no idea which way you guys are going to go. Um, a lot of my movies have already been picked, but I'm glad I I don't know. I listed like 23 movies. Um, so I think the movie that I want next will be there at five. So I'm going to leave that and I'm going to go with something that I hope it, Oh gosh, man, I don't, I don't know now. Mm, TikTok, I have TikTok. like three movies that I, I know it. I know it. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with, um, a favorite. Uh, I don't know if it's really martial arts. Uh, it's martial arts adjacent, really. Even war adjacent, if you want to call it that. Now, this director now has kind of been known more so in recent memory to do a lot of uh, disaster movies. But many don't remember that he was the director of Universal Soldier, starring Van Damme and uh, Ivan Drog. Well, I mean, I'm sorry. It's uh, help me out here. The Dolph Lundgren. Yeah, him. Yeah, you know, he killed Apollo Creed. So. Uh, yeah, just one of my favorite Van Damme flicks. Uh, I think it's actually kind of underrated. I even watched like the sequels that came thereafter. I think there was like two sequels that maybe Van Damme wasn't really involved with. And then he came back for a fourth one and brought back Dolph Lundgren as well. I don't know. That, that franchise is all over, over the place, but I think it's just, uh, underrated as far as a Van Damme movie. Wow. Peter, you went from Home Alone 2 to Universal Soldier. <laughs> mm. I guarantee Carl hasn't seen Universal Soldier. Hell Am I right, Carl? No. 
<laughs> no. How have you not seen that? I, I can't yeah, get Roland into Roland Emmerich? Uh, well, we actually did a did an episode on Independence Day, and I actually really dug Independence Day. Um, but I, I'm not a huge fan of the Jean-Claude Van Damme's Dolph Lundgren of that kind of... It's not really my cup of tea, so I haven't seen a whole sure. lot of them. Oh man! But I'll take the recommendation of Universal Soldier. I'll... Carl, by, by the way, Carl, there was months ago you guys were asking for su- suggestions for your podcast. Yes, and, and was it you that was gathering the suggestions? And I was like, "Showgirls," and you were like, "Are you serious?" And I'm like, "Yes, I'm fucking serious." Yes, what that was me, Carl. <laughs> nice. <laughs> So uh, there you go, Peter. I like Universal Soldier. We'll see how it goes with round four. It might be a little high. That 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 screens is like a round five wild card, but we'll we'll see how it goes with mm, you, man. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, that means Gerald, you're up next with your fourth pick. What do you got, man? All right, fellas, listen. Okay, so nobody uh, on the board thus far. I'm taking notes of who's picking what here. Uh, nobody has picked anything in the horror genre. Um, I'm going to go with the, in my opinion, classic Francis Ford Coppola film, and I'm going to appeal to all the horror junkies out there, and I'm going with Bram Stoker's Dracula. Um, A divisive pick, but go ahead, Gerald. Go. Yeah, let me just, yeah, let me just tell you a couple things. I know it's one of those movies you either love or hate. It's almost three hours long, so on and so forth, but... I mean, Francis Ford Coppola is, by any accounts, an iconic director, right? So that's the first thing. Second thing is Gary Oldman owns this movie. Um, he is a tremendous actor. I would say 80% of the films he's in, he steals every scene that he's in. Uh, Dracula is his swan song. He is the epitome of this film. I have a huge crush on Winona Ryder. This was uh, in her prime, um, so that helped. I'm not, a, I'm not a giant fan of Keanu Reeves, but I liked him in this movie. Uh, and it's very rare that you can uh, make a horror movie a love story. And I feel like Dracula is just that. It's a romance, but it's a horror. And you never see that. Um, I mean, you guys would be hard-pressed to, to mention a romantic horror movie. Do you know what I mean? Uh, mm. But that's a, that's the story of Dracula. I think Coppola killed it with this. I love this movie. I own it on Blu-ray. It's, you know, it's still one of my favorites today. It still ta- uh, stands the test of time. You know, the scene with the kind of orgy with all the female vampires and stuff. I still love that, you know. So um, <laughs> That's how you pick a lot of <laughs> your movies, Gerald. Yeah. You know, I, I just love this movie, man. So I'm not, you know, Gary Oldman's amazing. I love him. Uh, Leon the Professional was when I really fell in love with him. And, you know, he was in JFK, which is another movie that I love. I think it was a couple years after 92, though. But, um, you know, just, I mean, hey, it's a great movie. I know some people will be like, really? But. I feel like if you're a true horror aficionado, um, how could you not put it on a list from 1992? So I had to go ahead and throw it on there. I love it's a good one. Love it. It's a good one. I own yep. the movie. Mm. It's on my list. Carl? It was on my list. Um, nice. I don't mind Keanu Reeves in it. The only thing I mind is Keanu Reeves' accent in it. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Keanu. Mm-hmm. Poor Keanu. No, I love Keanu Reeves, man. That's fair. I, I That's give him. Fair. Oh, I. Dude, the ma- between the yeah. Matrix and John Wick and Bill and Ted, that man, I. I he he can do no wrong in my eyes. Yeah, you know, you know the thing with Keanu with me is I don't know. I feel like if he's playing a role that kind of fits his personality, then he's great in it. Like you know, Point Break or Speed. Uh. Uh, you know, he was he was amazing in that because he was basically himself. <laughs> do you know what I mean? But what he has to kind of branch out a little bit is when he kind of loses me. But um, I don't know. I could kind of oversee that in this movie because there were so many other great things about it for me personally. But. Yeah, he was the weakest spot, but he wasn't in it as much as the others. But Gary Oldman f- fucking balls out in that movie. Crazy. Yeah. Great. Yeah. So, it's awesome. Uh, he looks like a white David Lopan. <laughs> he totally does. <laughs> <laughs> he totally does. So uh, great pick, Gerald, uh, with Bram Stoker's Dracula off the board, which means it's time for my round four pick. And uh, let's see, guys. I am going to go with... Hmm. Like I said, going with my heart. I'm going with uh one of, another one of my. I've already taken one sports movie. I'm taking another one of my favorite sports movies with White Men Can't Jump, guys. Ooh. Great pick, dude. Great pick. Mm-hmm. It was gonna be my. It was gonna be my sleeper round five. So great pick. Uh, so I listened to. I think it was Wes over at Via VHS. They talked about this movie recently. 
Um, it's a movie you probably read the IMDb logline for, and you're like, eh, that doesn't sound like it's for me. But uh, it really, really works, man. Really works. Between Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes in his prime of just like, you know, giving it 120% uh, plus Rosie Perez. How much do you love me? I love you, Infinity. That's not enough. Infinity is the biggest number there is. Well, it's not. You tell me one bigger. Infinity plus two. <laughs> I love you, Infinity plus two. Oh, Billy, you're so stupid. You should have said I love you, Infinity plus Infinity. So I love White Men Can't Jump. I am super tall and can't jump as well, and uh, this is a big movie at the time for me, so that's why I'm taking it with my fourth pick. Carl, have you seen White Man Can't Jump? Uh, I have, yes. Yes, nice. it's, I, I consider this to be... We were just we just did our last episode on That Thing You Do, um, and ah, I consider... Great episode, by the way. Thank you, thank you. I consider both That Thing You Do and White Men Can't Jump to be a great TV movie. Like, whenever I see them... Because this movie gets played on Spike TV, I feel like what all the every time. week and so i yeah, feel like yeah. yeah usa back in the yeah, day i feel like it's one of those really good ones where you're just clicking through the channels and you're like ah, uh, yeah i got 45 minutes before i need to be somewhere <laughs> click <laughs> great movie uh you know so uh carl you've got the last pick of round four you took uh aladdin with your round three pick what are you going with uh next all right so i'm gonna pick a movie that I wouldn't really call this director one of my favorite directors, but he has directed some of my favorite movies um, and two of my favorite series of films. So I'm going to pick the third film in his first trilogy, and that is Army of Darkness from Sam Raimi's Evil Dead trilogy. See this? This is my boomstick! Yes. Go ahead. Wow, I completely missed that one. Yeah, so... Yes. um, I mean, I love the Evil Dead movies. I love the sort of series trajectory they have, too, where the first one's pretty much a straight-up horror movie with some comedy elements in it. The second one's a pretty solid mix of horror comedy, and by the time he gets to Army of Darkness, he just kind of throws out any uh, need to scare you and just says, we're doing a straight-up comedy about, like a walking skeleton army that's going to assault this castle. And for whatever reason, Bruce Campbell with a chainsaw has to, has to fend him off. Um, Cause you know, books of the dead that send you back in time, you know, reasons. Uh, So I love army of darkness. I love the evil dead trilogy and I, um, yeah, I would be remiss if I didn't pick this one. Solid pick, Carl. Solid pick. Thank you. Army of darkness. Uh, I love the series as well. Evil dead Two is like, Top five forever with me. That movie rocks. Oh, I love Darkness. that movie. Also, also great. So, uh, great pick in round four. But now it's time for round five, guys. It's our last round. We call. We sometimes call this the wild card round. Go balls out. Go with your last pick. What are you going to do to round up the draft? Carl, you're first up with your, your last pick of the draft in round five. What are you going to go with, man? All right. So... Much like Aladdin, not really being my favorite Disney film, but still being a Disney fan. Army of Darkness, not really being my favorite Evil Dead film, but still being an Evil Dead fan. My last pick is just the entry in this franchise that came out this year. If you've listened to the podcast, you know I love Alien and Aliens. So I have to go with Alien 3. Whoa! A somewhat divisive pick. I think it gets more hate than it deserves personally um but we're doing 1992 and this one came out in 1992 so alien 3 it is oh man i'm screaming hi that's Mm, that's okay if if we had seven rounds carl maybe but alien 3 with your last pick i I, that takes some take some uh take some balls man i i don't know so if you had to do, do you like alien 3 more than alien 4 those are obviously very divisive movies. The two of yeah, those. Yeah, I've so. actually, I've actually never seen Resurrection. It's the one I haven't seen because I've never heard a good thing about it. And I just caught Alien Three earlier this year when we were doing our Aliens episode. Because um, I've loved Alien and Aliens for years. Um, 
like watched those when I was like in middle school and thought they were awesome. And so I just caught Alien 3 beginning of this year for the first time. And um, I, I, I don't hate it. And especially uh, the assembly cut, I think, is pretty solid. I, it's obviously nowhere near as good as 1 or 2. But I, I think that if... I think that had this movie existed in a vacuum, I think people would like it more. I think it suffers from... It's a sequel to two of the best sci-fi horror movies of all time and people knock it because of that okay yeah what do you guys what do you guys think did carl sink his draft with his last pick of alien 3 i don't know man hell it's it's not even top 23 but i completely missed it um you know all together just for being a 92 release i have it down here i I have some high movies on mine too Yeah, i made a list of about 27 or 28 movies and it's on my list but I mean, it would have probably been at the very end of that list. It's, uh, I mean, I know you said it gets more hate than it deserves, so maybe I'm adding fuel to that fire, but um, it's definitely my least favorite in the whole franchise. And um, I don't know, man. I don't know. But hey, if you if it's your thing, you do you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. You do you. Yep. I um, I I have no regrets about that pick. All right. Well, I I admire the balls. Like I said, Carl, taking Alien 3 with your last pick of the draft, which means I'm next with my round five pick, my last pick of the draft. Um, And with my wild card, I can't go, especially with October going up, I can't go a draft without uh, picking one of my favorite horror movies. It's actually the first horror movie that I saw in the theater probably way too early at the age of 12 uh, with my dad. Uh, it's Candyman, guys. Candyman. Mm. Oh, wow. Helen, yeah. Oh. So, uh, yeah. So, Tony Todd, Bees, uh, Virginia Madsen, uh, crazy, crazy movie. Definitely creepy. Uh, couldn't go, uh, it's also a big movie in our, our podcast history is, is one of the, the movies that we kind of remember as <laughs> Chrissy and I uh, just imagine showing someone Candyman for the first time and then sticking a microphone in front of their face like right after you finish watching it. So um, plug for myself. Go back and let's start Candyman episode, guys. But um, yep, couldn't let it go. I, I needed a horror uh, pick on my draft, especially with October coming up on our on our show. We're doing horror movies all, all month long. So uh, again, one of my favorites. That means, Gerald, you're up. You, you took a horror movie with your round four pick and Bram Stoker's Dracula. But what are you going with your last pick in round five? Yeah, you know, um, you guys might be surprised to hear this, but two that were in my original top ten are still available. So now I'm battling with, do I go action or do I go more comedy? Um, Heart. Go with your heart. (laughs) (laughs) Just do it, man. Just do it. Shia LaBeouf. Go do it. it. I tell you what, I feel like this might be a fan favorite, and I love this movie, too. It's a guilty pleasure. Um, But I'm going to go Under Siege. Ooh, Seagal. Yeah, Steven Seagal, Tommy Lee Jones, uh, Gary Busey is great in that movie. Um, what's her name? Erica. What was the model? Er- the play Erica Alaniac. Yeah, jumping out of the cake. Um, I mean, that's chasers. That's iconic. <laughs> Gerald, all your you got a few you got a few uh, similarities in your movies, man. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> the orgy scene in Bram Stoker's Dracula. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Pfeiffer in Batman Returns. Uh there you go, man. Under Siege. Uh, favorite favorite cigar film? Um, Hard to Kill for me. Hard to Kill, is that what you said? Because that would probably be the only one that would probably yeah. trump this. But yeah, it's either Hard to yeah, Kill or Under Siege. Kill. Yeah. We, just, we, actually, covered we it. actually just did Under Siege with Bloodsport uh, like a month ago with our Australian friends. So uh, good pick, Gerald, with your last pick, Under Siege. Which, guys, we're, we're already here. This is crazy. So, Peter, you've got the last pick in the 1992 Fantasy Movie Draft. Uh, I'm looking at what's left on my list, and there's some stuff up high that I know for a fact, Peter, that you've covered on your show. Some guilty pleasures yeah. that we might share, and I'm assuming you yeah. might you might pick one of these movies. Are you going to prove me wrong? What What are you going with with the last pick of the draft? I think I'm going to prove you uh, prove you wrong. Um, originally, I I have like five guilty pleasures that can go at number five. 
Um, with this one, this movie uh, with my dra- uh, pick number five is actually one that is a personal favorite. Uh, I feel it doesn't get talked about enough. Uh, I feel not a lot of uh, people have seen it. And I'm going to go with it in hopes that for those that haven't seen it, do check it out. Uh, this movie is directed by someone I'm not very familiar with, but the entire cast is, uh, stars, you know, people that everyone knows that are still working today. And, uh, it is School Ties. Ooh. Have you guys seen this movie? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh. So this is <laughs> right. Yeah. Carl, added you to, add it to your list. Um, School Ties is, a, you know, it's one that I actually caught as a kid when it was on HBO or something like that. And it stars Brendan Fraser. It's got Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, Chris O'Donnell, Cole Hauser. Um, I mean, those names alone, right? I mean, a lot of them have been at the very least nominated, uh, for, uh, for an academy, but it takes place, uh, back in the fifties. And Brendan Fraser, you know, is this uh, Jewish kid who gets, uh, recruited to play football, but because of the times, he hides his religion, and um, his roommate ultimately finds out, and it gets around the school, and everyone starts alienating this uh, this 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 quarterback. You know, he's a star quarterback at their school just because of his religion. So I feel why people should watch this because if you've ever been discriminated against, felt any kind of prejudice, this movie will speak to you. And uh, I think it's got a lot of heart. It's got a lot of great acting from these young um, stars. There you go. There you go. A lot of people haven't seen that. It's an underrated movie. So, Peter? It really is, yeah. Take uh, School Ties with the last pick of the draft. And that, guys, means that we're done. We, we've got a full board here. So, let me let me read out everyone's picks so then we could reflect. Uh, Carl, with your first uh, draft ever, you've got Reservoir Dogs, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, Aladdin, Army of Darkness, and Alien 3. I've got Wayne's World, The Mighty Ducks, Basic Instinct, White Men Can't Jump, and Candyman. Gerald's got Batman Returns, Unforgiven, A League of Their Own, Bram Stoker's Dracula, and Under Siege. And Peter's got A Few Good Men, My Cousin Vinny, Home Alone 2, Lost in New York, Universal Soldier, and School Ties. What does everybody think? Stir it up. I think it's a, it's a damn good list. Um, I, I think people should also check out my coverage of School Ties with my son, <laughs> who was probably 14 at the time. It was a great uh, conversation. Yeah, th- these are all really good lists, and I feel like every every list has one that I'm just like, God, I wish I would have got that. But also some that are just like, and I'm sure you guys are thinking about my Alien 3, just like, what the hell was he thinking? So- oh, I totally wanted that one. So, <laughs> so I... I think I think this is going to be a really tight competition. Quite frankly, I'm going to say vote I vote for so. me, guys. I think so. Vote for me, not Carl, not Gerald, not Peter. Vote for me. Uh, no, like like I said, I there were a lot of lot of really great movies uh, this year. So, um, in 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 line with that, let's look at some honorable mentions on the list. So, uh, let me start off because Peter, when you were about to make your last pick. I was looking at a couple of guilty pleasures. Encino Man. Encino Man, right. Sister Act came out in Sister 1992. Act, yep. Um let's see, what are guilty pleasures for me in this year? I Love Potion Number Nine. Love Potion right? Number Nine. Sandra Bullock. Come on. Uh Car- Carl <laughs> Carl, what what are some honorable mentions on your list? Uh I Ladybugs. Okay, so <laughs> Ladybugs. Um, I uh, didn't pick it because I have not seen it and I wanted to win on my own merits, but I'm shocked none of you guys took Last of the Mohicans. It's on my list. I didn't yeah. know it came out that year. Um, mm-hmm. That's probably the biggest one that I still have. Also, I have a Dark Horses category and I uh, would have resorted to this one had I had to in honor of my sister. Uh, I have The Muppets Christmas Carol on my list, which... Had mm-hmm. how did I had you guys picked a few more from my list, I would have taken that in honor of my sister because that's our favorite Christmas movie. Shared a, a movie, a movie picked in our Christmas movie draft. I, I love a Muppet Christmas Carol. I've got uh, let's see, Lethal Weapon three was this year. Sneakers. Um, I love the Lawnmower Man. A lot of people don't. Uh, what else? Captain Ron. Uh, the Buffy the Vampire Slayer mm. movie, The Bodyguard, right. The Cutting Edge, Hard Boiled, 
Three Ninjas was in 92. <laughs> Juice. The, the Player. Malcolm X. Newsies. Uh, Newsies. Newsies, right? Hun- of Mice and Men. Honeymoon in Vegas. Death Becomes Her. There cool was a, World. There was a lot Did of you mention Patriot year, Games? Patriot, Patriot Games. Patriot Games. Oh, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Harrison Ford. Uh, great movie. Yeah, a couple uh, of my. I mean, you said you said Buffy the Vampire Slayer, but that was the one in my top ten that nobody picked, including myself. Singles, Cameron Crowe class. Nobody had love for a Cool World though. Cool World or Chaplin, maybe. Cool World is one. Of, I saw it in the theater. That is one of the worst, craziest ideas for movies I've ever seen. I think they were just trying to do like a Who's Frame Roger Rabbit with fucking with lots of with lots of sex. Yeah, yeah, You're definitely more grown up. Rabbit. Brad Pitt. Um, what else? Yeah, the Sin of a Woman. Uh, another big movie. Oh yeah, how about uh, personal favorite. How about that's crazy. That's another Chris O'Donnell. How about movie. Uh, the hand that rocks the cradle? You guys seen that? Uh, yeah, a movie that we just did a couple months ago on our podcast. I love that movie. Like I said, there people will look at our board. And they're like, "Why didn't you have this?" And it sounds like we went with our heart a lot. A lot of us. So that's why. Like it's mm-hmm. art is subjective, guys. You can love what you love. So. I got one honorable mention, Justin, I want to throw out that nobody said to this point, I don't think, but um, Honeymoon in Vegas with Nicolas Cage. Hell yeah. James Kahn. Jimmy Kahn. Yeah, man. I love that movie. Uh, what else? Radio Flyer. That movie's crazy. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, I think we got it. I list, I've listed all mine. Yeah. Downy, but uh, Justin, you should have uh, Chrissy watch Ladybugs. Maybe pair that up with like Tootsie she's, or something. She's definitely seen Ladybugs. We, we, oh, is that right? <laughs> Brandis. We, I think we talked about Brandis. Oh, okay. Uh, I gotcha. But uh, yeah, yeah. I think we have some good lists, guys. We're so of course we're gonna put these, put our draft board up on social media. The so the episode will come out on Monday. Draft board comes out on Wednesday, and uh, the results will come out on Friday. So. I uh, I wish all of you good luck. Um, so we'll go down the board. So Carl, where can we find you on, on the interweb, sir? Uh, you can find us on Twitter at hhyns underscore movies. That's obviously how have you not seen? Um, we are on the show. You can find us on uh, iTunes, Stitcher, the Google Play Store, anywhere really. You can uh, you would look to find your podcasts. Um, yeah. Uh, we're on Facebook, just as How Have You Not Seen. Um, yeah, check it out. Check it out. It, you can either make fun of us for not having seen all your favorite movies, or maybe we can expose you to something new that you haven't seen. Do you, Carl, do you like people randomly tweeting you saying, have you seen this? You should add to I actually list. really do because it, it, it gives us fodder. Because Carson and I are at a, are at a place right now where – a lot of the movies we haven't seen, the other one also hasn't seen. So we're trying to get more suggestions from people outside and bring on some bring on some guests and such. So yeah, it's actually very helpful. So uh, excited to have you guys back. You were on a highest for a little while, but you just came back with uh, League of Your Own, right? Is that the one? No, that did? thing you do. Yeah, that thing you do. Yes. That thing you and, do. Uh, Tom, another Tom Hanks. Classic. Yes, and so, if uh, this one comes out, is this coming out this upcoming Monday? Then, yeah, then today, uh, as of this episode, we will have dropped an episode on Punch Drunk Love. Paul Thomas Anderson. Oh, Punch Drunk Love. Great, great movie. Great yeah. movie. Uh, and great having you, sir. Thank yeah, you so thank much. you for so having Gerald, me. Gerald, you're up next. Uh, where can we find uh, you uh, and your buddy Andy on the interwebs? Yeah, man. Thanks for having me, Justin. I appreciate it. I've been wanting to do this for like six months. So I'm really excited that you had me on. Uh, you can find me and Andy on two uh, peas on a pod.com is the easiest way. Just go to our website. We have links to all of our Apple podcasts, iTunes, all that stuff. And you can follow us on Twitter at two peas on a pod. But I appreciate you having me, Justin. It's been a lot of fun, brother. Cool, man. Cool, man. I actually just listened to your uh, top five Game of Thrones moments uh, earlier today. So uh, go ahead and go check out Gerald, my boy from North Carolina. Yeah, Kakalak. University of National Champions, baby. Yeah. yeah, there you go, man. Well, thanks again, man. So, Peter, you're 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 uh, rounding us up. Where can we find you on on the internet, sir? 
Well, um, just like everyone else, I, I want to thank you for inviting me and not losing, you know, my contact information to have me back on. <laughs> um, you know, Justin, you were on my uh, big biggest downloaded retro movie review in Mannequin uh, <laughs> this year so far. So congrats <laughs> to you on that. Thank you. Thank um, you. Appreciate it. That was awesome. Had a great time. Yeah. Sure thing. Uh, Paul Stalgic, you know, I do mainly movies that we all grew up watching, but I'll sprinkle new releases too. But with Gerald being on the show, uh, recently him and I, we did Stand By Me. Um, that was one of his favorites. So, you know, we did that. Uh, but I also did, uh, you know, like a instant take on the new It movie too, which, you know, we did mention, um, that movie just being released. But you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Podstalgic, not Podstalgia. Uh, ends with a C. So I've, I've heard variations of it on other people's show that give me a shout out. Uh, I appreciate the love. It is Paul Stalgic. Let's, uh, Peter, we gotta do 90s soundtrack hits sometime soon. So. Absolutely. For sure. Um, oh, um, so what you're referring to is, uh, we did an <laughs> 80s music top 28, uh, great episode featuring, uh, Wes from Via VHS. So we definitely gotta do a follow up and do a 90s, uh, music from 90s movies. I'm down, dude. I'm down. Uh, and, Again, thank you guys for being here. This was a great, uh, great draft. Uh, again, my name is Justin. If you if you don't listen to the show, uh, we're so I married a movie geek. We do these drafts every other week, and then every other week between those drafts, uh, myself and my wife Chrissy watch movies that she's never seen before. So um, next week uh, on our show, we, we're doing a couple superhero movies that she hasn't seen, and we're going a little bit off kilter with um, Blade and. Uh, my boy Nicholas Cage and Ghost Rider. So that will oh. sure, surely be exciting. So uh, stick around next week for that. Again, thank you to Carl, Gerald, and Peter for joining me on this draft. Go to Twitter. Go to Facebook. Choose on Wednesday when this poll drops who you think had the best 1992 fantasy movie draft team of five. And we'll catch you guys next week. Thank you so much. Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com.